So you got your business idea. Now what do you do? That's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to How to Build a Tent, the podcast on how to make you successful. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show, sharing the show, tagging, subscribing. Hit that notification button if you're watching on YouTube so you never miss a show. Apparently, subscribing isn't enough. I see that on all the all of the YouTube uh, channels. They always say that, and it's funny. But it's true, and I know everyone says it, but it's really funny. If you have any questions, comments, you can reach out to me, Matt, at howtobuildatent.com. That we're going to go through the show today and talk about a few different things. If you need help with, you can reach out to me. If you have a need to contact, if you don't know someone to do logo, you know, do some accounting, all that stuff, and you want a recommendation by me, I will give it to you. So you can email me, Matt, at howtobuildatent.com. You can find me on all the social media sites, How to Build a Tent. G3 is going and coming up. And I bring that up, not just to say I'll be there, and I hope you are there as well, but... If you are there, I'm thinking of doing a show where I will have you guys on. I mean, we're going to be there in person, in the flesh. I thought it would be really cool to talk about some of your 250 making 250 ideas. So if you watch the show, you're a fan, you'd be interested in being on the show. And you don't even have to have started it yet. But just want to pick your brain, maybe talk about why you want to start a business, what motivated you to finally do it this year what you're thinking about doing, some of those you know, emotions that have gone along with it, or whatever it is. For those of you who have never listened to the show before, 250 Making 250 is my goal this year to get 250 individuals or families to start a business where the goal is a modest goal of making $250 in revenue every month. That is the goal, and the whole point of it is simply to give you a goal that is easily attainable to get you into the motions, getting you into business. And then you will see that it's not as scary as it seems. It's not as scary as, you know, Disney makes those greedy corporate CEOs. We're just, you know, lovable, hardworking entrepreneurs. And you could be one too. I'm just kidding. Not all of us are (laughs) lovable. Some of us are real jerks. But that's neither here nor there. What else was I going to say? Oh, and here, if you're still looking for business ideas, you can reach out to me. I'd love to help with, help you, but here's another one. So I have been taking my Facebook marketplace to the whole nother level. But out of that, I was like, oh my gosh, this would be such a great idea for somebody. If you are into restoration or you would like to be into restoration and you you can do woodworking, maybe you can strip paint and repaint things. That would be a really cool side hustle is going, finding ugly furniture that no one would want because the colors are just hideous or maybe it's an old piece of furniture that is really good. Maybe it's real wood, but it's just used or it's worn down and you can restore it in a way that is super quick or in a way that can turn you a profit. Maybe it takes you a while, but you can sell it for a lot more. Why not do that? That'd be so cool. That'd be such a fun side business because you would negotiate with the people you buy from and try to talk them down as much as you could. And then you could do something that maybe you have a passion for. Maybe it's a hobby and you could just flip it and sell it right back on the marketplace and you don't even have to go through Facebook. You just advertise on there and you can get the cash. I mean, you could basically use the platform for free. So the only caution I have to that is make sure you incorporate into that the cost of your time and you do that by paying yourself an hourly wage. So if you buy a table for like $20, and you spend two hours doing it and you sell it for $40, 
You're like, oh, I made 20 bucks. Well, no, you didn't really because you spent two hours on it and you had materials and like obviously it makes sense like you would put in your materials. Maybe it takes, you know, maybe $2 to strip the primer, $3 for paint. And you're thinking, oh, sweet. It really only cost me $25, $20 for the original and then $25, I mean, then $5 for the paint and the remover and all that stuff. But no, you also have to pay yourself a salary and pay yourself something that's decent so that you have a good understanding of how much it costs because maybe when you grow and maybe it's good business, then you could hire somebody and you already have that cost baked into your profit margins so or into your cost structure so you could see how well your profits are. And I say that because that is true, not just for Facebook marketing, but anything. Like when you're starting, you need to make sure that you are baking into the cost or into the price the cost of your labor because you know like most of the time you don't really pay yourself but you really should for the reasons i just explained okay so you have your idea you have the problem to solve you um let's see you have pre-orders you deposit signups you have some other way i'm oh, sorry that was a little loud you have some other way of determining how you are going to be successful you found a product mix You've identified who you're going to solve the problem for, and you've determined if you need money or not, and you've most likely already started a business plan. And if you haven't, that's not a big problem. I really recommend it. I've done four previous shows on that that I would highly recommend. But if you did do a business plan already, you're going to want to go back and change some of the stuff after you're doing these things. So these are some things that you're going to need to do that may seem overwhelming, but I trust me when I say this. These things are not overwhelming because they're not hard. They only seem overwhelming because maybe you've never done it before. But if you just take it with patience and understanding that you're going to be learning some things that you're going to need to get some help from legal, from accounting, from people like me, and just accept that it's going to take a little more time. And the more you do it, the less intimidating it's going to be and the easier it's going to be. This is These things are not hard. But these are some of the things that you need to start thinking about in another part of your business. You've already got the product in mind. You maybe haven't built it yet, but you know what it is. You know who the problem you're going to solve and you know you have a good idea of who your customer is. So what do you do now? Well, the first thing that I would do is, and some of these things I guess can be in parallel. So when I say first, I'm just, this is my first of the checklist. It doesn't necessarily mean you may have already come up with this and you may be doing this with other things along the way. But okay, first... You need to pick a name. And you're like, what's in a name? Well, everything's in a name. You can't have a lame name. I mean, maybe you could and maybe you could stick. But you need to be conscious of your name. You can't just, you know, slack off on this. This is very, very important. It's very important because people are going to recognize your brand. They're going to um, interpret your brand based on your name. Your name, your logo. That's going to be the first, um, what's the first impression that people are going to get from you. That's why you don't go on a date and you don't do, or when you go on a date, you don't not do your hair. You don't not brush your teeth because your smell, your bad breath, your hair, the looks, that's going to be the first thing. And you may be the greatest guy in the world or the greatest lady in the world. But if you look like crap, they're not going to like you most likely. So this is the same way. You don't want to look like crap. And a name is a way to do that. Now, what I do whenever I start a business and you know, I probably like start or at least I give a shot at two or three, you know, doing going through this process. I get to this point of the show two or three times a year. Is I start looking for a name and I start thinking of names. So 
Is it going to be relatable? Is it going to be something catchy? Is it going to fit and like really tie into my product like LegalZoom? You know they're in the legal business. Or is it going to be something goofy? Is it going to be something fun? Is it going to be something you're going to try to get people to remember? And a lot of this goes into what your marketing strategy is going to be, where you're going to be selling these products as well. What are you trying to convey? So you go through and you have ideas. And what I would do is go through and just start searching. You can go to like GoDaddy or something like that. And you can search for domain names. And I always start here because this is going to be the hardest part to find a business name. Or it's going to be the hardest part to get a business at the website. And you need a website. Well, maybe if you don't, I really like just did a self-defeating thing, didn't I? Because I guess you don't need a website if you do my business suggestion. I just had a restoring furniture on Facebook. You technically don't need a website for that. But I would highly recommend that you do have one. You don't need one, I guess, which is a really interesting time. We've gotten past that. We can just have Facebook you know, sites, Facebook apps and whatever. Okay. But I would highly recommend you find a name where you can at least grab that site because you don't want to have a business name and then coming down the line, you're successful and then someone has it and they want, and the only way you're going to get it is if you spend like tens of hundreds of thousand dollars for that website, it's going to be stupid. So find a name. And now most of the time you are going to want a .com unless you have a nonprofit, then you'd probably be a .org or some other kind of organization or you're a, some kind of, you know, educator education, which I don't know what that would be for a startup. I mean, Hey, you might be something like that. That'd be a dot edu, but you want to most likely have a dot com. There's dot net and all those other things. You want a dot com because it's half a battle of trying to get them to remember your name, but then you've got to remember the dot com because we're so used to just putting dot com in. Then you're like, Nope, Nope. It's going to go somewhere else. You need to be dot net or whatever it is. You want to have a dot com, which means that most likely you are going to have to come up with a name that, or come up with a word that isn't, you know, doesn't exist, or you're going to have to combine words together, combining words together. And I, again, like I know that there could be some cool real names and you'd be really all about it, but it's so important that you get a .com. It really is. I mean, you don't want, there's already going to be tons and tons of hurdles you're going to be getting trying to get people to go to your website. You don't want it to be where they mess up and don't know your .com. You just really don't want to do that. Okay. So now we're going to talk about legal. We're going to talk about accounting and we're going to be talking about setting up your finances in a second. But first we got to talk about our sponsor, faithfulcounseling.com slash htbt, faithfulcounseling.com slash htbt. What they are is online counseling from um, anywhere that you are. You can reach them on your phone. You can text. You can video chat. The licensed professionals who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, crisis of faith, grief, family conflicts, anger, Anything you share is confidential. They have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all of the 50 states. They have uh, secure, secure, convenient, and professional uh, um, counselors ready for you. And sometimes when you are just struggling with depression, you don't even get outside. And this is a great way for you to get help, to get someone to talk to, 
and you don't even have to leave your own your home. And it's truly affordable. And right now, when you go to faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT, you get 10% off your first month. 10% off your first month. Why not go check it out? Faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. That's faithfulcounseling.com slash HTBT. Simply fill out a questionnaire. They assess your needs and get matched with a counselor. That is a great fit for you. Take Check them out. All right, back to the show. So you got your I name. And one other thing before we go to the legal and the financial is your logo. Now, it is tempting, and I've done this before when, you know, I've done something I'm not too serious about, where I've just like built out a PowerPoint or something, my own logo. I highly recommend that you do not do that for the same reasons I talked about your name. It's a first impression. Your logo is going to be something you're going to have that you're going to use not only for a first impression to indicate something, reliability, premium, cheap, affordable, whatever your niche is, whatever your value that you're providing, the problem you're solving, but it's going to be a first impression and people are going to judge you on it and they're going to also use it as a way to remember your name and where to go. All of that goes into a logo and it's really important and you don't want it to be something that you've done on your your own. And unless you have, you know, logo building software, whatever that is, and you can make it legit and you have those skills to make your own logo, get some professional to do it. Now, you can reach out to me, Matt, at howtobuild10.com. I can put you in touch with someone that I use. They've been fantastic. They're really quick. They're really easy. They have a questionnaire for you to fill out. They're not a sponsor of the show. I don't get anything out of it. They're just somebody I use, and I'd be more than happy to pass along. I think I pay less than $200 for every logo, which is really good. That is really good. I've paid four, five, six hundred $600 before. And uh, this, these guys are great. They're attentive. And again, they give you a questionnaire. They give you examples of what you like, what you don't like. And they have a really streamlined process, which is why they can be so affordable. Is because they like turn these out really quick and they do a great job. So if you want uh, their information, I'll send it to you for free. There's no catches. Just email me, Matt, at howtobillattend.com. I'm not going to store your email. I'm not going to do anything. I just, if you want it, I'm more than happy to give it to you. No catch, nothing. The second thing that you need to do is file your business. You're most likely gonna be an LLC or an S-Corp. Talk to a legal advisor. I'm not giving you legal advice or anything like that. They're gonna get you an IRS number. You file the EIN, the employer identification number. You're gonna need that to pay taxes. You wanna keep this all separate. And this is the thing. You don't want to be your own sole proprietor. For tax reasons, most likely, where you can have some benefits to starting a business where you can write off your losses, and for protection, talk to a financial advisor and an accountant for that. And if you don't have an accountant, you can email me too. I have a great, great guy. He's actually my cousin and he's fantastic. He takes care of my businesses and my personal stuff. And he's like, you know, down to earth. He's not going to talk over you. It's not, you know, intimidating, which is always great. Because, you know, sometimes illegal attorneys and accountants can be, you know, kind of over talk over your head and just be super intimidating. Oh my gosh. That reminds me just like talking about intimidating and lawyers. The first time that I had to try to pitch my legal or my what I was trying to say was legal business model for a certain company. And I was talking to an international firm with three lawyers and I was like basically arguing my case to them. I was so nervous. Anyways, it's not like that at all. Super down to earth guys. My cuz. My cuz. Um. And I, again, don't get paid for it, don't anything, but I'd be more than happy just to introduce you to a guy, no matter where you are, he does uh, taxes in all the states. Where was I? Okay, so you legal Zoom, you're gonna file your, get your company, 
and that's going to be a couple hundred dollars. I think maybe $300 legal zoom pays. And if again, maybe you have a lawyer that's a friend or something can help you with this and they're not going to charge you much. But if you don't have that, you don't have your own lawyer, legal zoom, I've used them time to time just to try it out. And so I can recommend it or not. And, uh, legal zoom is pretty good. I've heard like from friends of mine that are lawyers and they're patent attorneys and they're like, that. don't go to them for patents. Like actually go to a patent attorney because it's so technical. So when you're filing trademark or anything like that, you really want to have it done right. I've tried to do trademarks myself and I've ended up spending more money than I would have uh, going with a lawyer. So sometimes it's worth going with a lawyer, but for like filing a business and things like that, you can go with LegalZoom. It's really straightforward. They're going to try to upsell you on a ton of stuff. Don't worry about that. You don't need most of it. Um, so just go through it. Think about it. If you have any questions, again, you can feel free to reach out to me. Then you're gonna, they're going to make sure that you don't have that name on the state or your state wherever you're filing, which you can talk to a financial advisor about that. There's going to be differences on where you file. And there are companies like if you want to file in a state with no income tax or a state where they're more protective legally for, with businesses, and there are companies that will give you an address and you're going to need an address in that state. But that doesn't mean that you don't have to live there. I mean, that doesn't mean you have to live there. There are companies that will be affording um, address for you. But so you're going to do that. And I say, I said earlier, like, hey, start out looking for the website because I can almost guarantee if the website is not taken, the business isn't, name isn't going to be taken either because you don't want to go into your state and look for your name. You find, oh, my state's got it. You file and then you go and you find that the name you filed, the website's already taken. I've never done that before, but that would be the worst. You're spending hundreds of dollars and you're able to file that business name because you're, let's just say you're in Florida and no one in, there's no business with that name in Florida. So you can file that name in Florida and then you're in another state and it's like, oh crap. Oh crap. Someone in California has that name too. So uh, that's why I would always stick with the website. All right. We talked about the logo. We talked about legal zoom. Now you need to start setting up your financials too. And now what I have always used when I've been doing it myself and not had accounting or things like that is QuickBooks. Don't get paid for them. Not an advertiser of the show, but someone, a company that I use a lot. If you work for QuickBooks and you want to advertise, I'd be more than happy to advertise for you. Um, they are great and they're really intuitive. Their software is fantastic. I link it to my bank accounts which should be a business account. So once you get your business docs, once you get your EIN, that is basically your social security number for your business. And once you get your papers and all the people that are involved in the business, if it's just your family, if it's just you as a principal and you're going to, you know, have slave labor or whatever, I'm just kidding. You're not going to have slave labor. Your children, every employee has to be paid legally. Wink, wink. Sorry, I just had something in my eye. I'm not trying to say something there. Um, set up your financials. You need a bank account and you're going to need your business documents to set up a bank account. You're going to need some money to deposit in that and you want to keep it separate. And what's cool about QuickBooks too is um, you can link to your bank account, which is really helpful, but can also screw you up. So make sure you know what you're doing QuickBooks. I'm sure there's lessons, tutorials, YouTube and um, people to help you. And again, get a good CPA tax guy because there's going to be great advantages to having your own business write-offs things that you could, you know, put under your business. They're just really helpful. And then when you have a good CPA tax guy, it really helps a lot. Again, if you need help, reach out to me. Now I'm going to say one last thing before we close. 
that the reason it's important to separate your finances from your personal is one, it's just good business, but two, if there ever comes a time where you get sued, where there's some kind of, you know, disagreement and there is a request for money, a lawsuit, mediation, all that stuff. When you keep those separate and it's not acting as your personal bank account, but a separate business, it's going to help you keep that corporate veil, quote unquote, up. And a corporate veil is basically the big advantage of an LLC or S Corp or what other corporation you have, where if you get sued for your business, you screw up for whatever reason, they're most likely not going to be able to come after your house, come after your car, come after your personal assets. But if you have that blended in together, the judges are going to throw that veil out and they're going to come after your personal expenses too. So that is one of the reasons you want to go through these processes. Now, again, there could be intimidating. There's a lot here. I hope you were taking notes. You can email me. I'm more than happy to help you out with this. Trust me, these things are super easy. There's great companies here to work through. Yes, it costs a little money, but you want to do these things right. You want to do these things. And if you do these, you pretty much have a business. You got your idea you got your legal name, you got your your EIN number, you got your website, you got your in, your bank account, you got your uh, accounting software. You just got to go make sales now. So you got your business plan, you're going to do marketing and all that stuff. We're going to be talking about the rest of that stuff as well. If you have any questions, email me at howtobuild10.com. Please subscribe. Please follow me on all the social media sites and YouTube. Really appreciate it. It helps a lot. I appreciate all of you guys, all your feedback. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.